Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host, Austin Montero, and today we are joined by Jason Zajak from Muscles Gym in Ambridge, Pennsylvania. Jason, how are we doing, man? I'm doing good. How you doing, Austin? Doing great, man. Doing great. Thank you for coming on today, for joining us. Uh, excited for the conversation, man. Yeah. First of all, I love the, the name Muscles Gym. It's great. Uh, give us the backstory of, you know, how you came up with that name for your gym. Well, that was a uh, childhood stuffed animal I got. Muscles was a stuffed uh, alligator. I was around five. Took him everywhere with me. And so the idea, I always wanted to own a gym. Yeah. So what would be a better name than Muscles Gym? That's why the apostrophe is after the S. So. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. I saw the uh, stuffed animal in some of the uh, Facebook pictures. So <laughs> now it totally makes sense, man. Totally makes sense. So cool. So um, Muscle Gym, Ambridge, PA. You started this in uh, 2016, right? So yeah. when you started this business, what um, what is like your goal here? What are you ultimately trying to build uh, with Muscles Gym and with your business there in Ambridge? Well, I just wanted a place for people to work out, to be able to do all the lifting they wanted and be treated, well, I don't want to say treated, but pay good price without being taxed and hidden fees. Okay. That's why I wanted to be able to provide that for the customers. Okay. Yeah. And how did you, uh, so pricing is like, you know, so many gyms out there, we have so many different pricing structures and setups. How did you come up with your exact pricing for your gym? Well, it started off, it was like 20 a month was a pretty standard price. I knew that. Then it started off $100 for, for six months. Okay. And over time, I just, I saw $100 for the year membership was a much better price. Okay. And that worked. It was cheaper than everybody else around me. For sure. For sure. What is your, uh, what is your competition like in your in, in the Ambridge and in the surrounding kind of kind of area? A lot of gyms, not many gyms. Well, it's there's not. a few. There's mostly Planet Fitnesses. Planet Fitness. Fitnesses. Uh, there's another uh, fitness center down the road. Okay. So that's kind of what I'm up against. Gotcha, gotcha. So Planet Fitness, the big you know, corporate. Yeah, your standard gyms. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So now, so we know what you're trying to build there, and um, when you opened this gym back in 2016. You said you always wanted to open a gym, which, you know, I felt the exact same way. Uh, why, why was that the right time for you to do it? So I ended up um, attending a business seminar, a okay. small business seminar at this, at this coffee shop hosted by Ambridge Connection. And then I ended up, that's kind of what got me started. Like I always wanted to own a gym, but that's what really got it started to look for the building. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I said, it was. It took about a year to, to like I got the money secured. Then it took about a year to get the building. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, with yeah, with the space you have, so like I think our our commercial space where our gyms are located, you know, I think plays a plays a role in our success. Maybe not everything, but I think it's a, a big deal. When you picked your space, kind of what were, what are you looking for? How did you find it? Um, what was just like your mindset behind the actual physical, you know, brick and mortar space that you choose to, that you chose to put the gym in? Well, I needed something. It was like at least 4,000 square feet. You know, okay. I wanted to be able to fit the cardio section in there. Yeah. I have an Olympic lifting section with a lot of gyms I don't have. I wanted right. that specialty. So I just, I searched around, like I said, it took about a year to find yeah. the right yeah. building. So it takes patience. That's why one thing, one thing I could tell people out there 
is if you're looking for a gym, be patient. Don't jump into space too soon if it's sure. not something you you're, you want. For so sure. Yeah. Yeah, especially right now, like commercial real estate is uh, <laughs> not a lot of supply out there for a gym type space. You know, uh, pricing as as I'm sure you know is pretty high right now with the gym space. So. It was good you got in when you got. Is this going to be like your forever home with the gym, Jason? Do you ever foresee? Yeah, well, I own the building, so yeah. Oh, even better. That works even better. That works out. Did you when you when you put the gym in there? You already owned it, or you bought it? No, then? I leased it at first, and then after a couple of years, and I saw what was going on there. Awesome. I had bought it before the COVID, all that stuff. Love so. it, man. Love it. Yeah, that's that's a huge asset, a real asset, so obviously. Yeah. You know? so like. With every businessman, we need to be successful. I think we need to check off a few boxes, right? We got to solve a problem, which I think our problem we're solving is, you know, bringing, uh, we'll say, affordable kind of gym to your community to, so people can work out, right, and all that sort of stuff, yeah. which is great. Uh, anything else you'd like to add to that, or is that pretty much sum it up? Well, the equipment. You have one yeah. of the best equipment. I started off with good equipment, and now as equipment breaks, I just keep upgrading. I noticed that, yeah, on your on your Facebook page. Now, yeah, going uh, from like say a body solid now going to the Nautilus brand, you know, yeah, from the two thousand yeah. dollar model to the to the five thousand dollar model. Yeah, that yeah. But that way, that's kind of where it's at. How often do you like uh, try to get new equipment, and how do you go about that process? Do you ask members what they're looking for, or do you? Yeah, go like, I know. Oh. I, I'm there all the time, so I'm always around the gym. Yeah. I'm the only one that works there, so I um yeah. talk to everybody all the time. And I kind of, I know, and I know what needs upgraded. There's a few more pieces I want to upgrade now. Yeah, what do you want to get? What's what's next on the list here? Well, what's coming soon is I have a, a seated shoulder press with an adjustable, uh, uh, what's a legend shoulder nice. press. Yeah, yeah, they're building it right now. That's why it's taking a while. Yeah. Months. So I tell yeah. them, or they're like, where's it at? With an adjustable it's coming, seat. It's coming. In front of the back on. Yeah, yeah plate loaded on the sides oh so you can go front you can go behind her head or behind, behind her yeah, head. Honest, yeah. Behind her. oh um, wow that's cool well the reason our legs last shoulder press broke so it's time to get a new one then you need to get a new one, one then you upgrade yeah so. for sure for sure might as well get the best right now right. i think equipment especially in a gym like we have here is uh important it's really important right yeah. um it's good i think as we grow to add these things and people people notice that i think it's also good for retention you know which yeah. we'll get to in a second but um Back to that, like a checkbox of what successful business has to have, man. Like, um, obviously, we need to have a, a viable type of model, right? So, what uh, the model of our gym is? Obviously, we're a gym, we're a fitness business. But what services are you offering there? I know we have open gym, uh, so we have that membership for that. Do you do any personal training or classes well, or anything? There is a trainer there that people, if they want to use, okay. they have access to. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's he doesn't that doesn't work for me. I don't want any of this to go on the recording and talk about the trainer. But okay. um, yeah, just so you know, he does he does there's a trainer there, however you want to word that is access to, but he does his own thing there. Got it. Got know, it. He doesn't he doesn't pay me. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I I told him as long as everybody's a member and he pays, he can make all the money he wants to. And that's why I tell all the trainers out there because these gyms, yeah, you know what I'm happy we talked about that because that's one of my Facebook videos I did. I told these people, these trainers, you leave your gym, you come to Muscle's gym, you'll make all the money you make. You right. can only fitness takes 85% of these yeah, trainers' wages. These trainers do all the work. They go to school, they do all the work, they know everything. And they're going to yeah. get some guy who's sitting at a desk who might not even have gym experience, all the oh. money. See, that's yeah. crazy. So that's why I tell these trainers, you can make yeah. 
all the money you want to make a muscle gym, you just make sure they're all members, the clients. Right. Win, yeah, right? no, I, I hear it, man. I hear you. LA, LA Fitness, uh, that's that setup. That's why their turnover is like crazy. Everybody mm -hmm. leaves. It's there for a month right. and they leave. And then, and they make you sign some crazy non-competes and like, uh, yeah, I heard, I heard yeah. If you post on Instagram about fitness, oh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, what the hell? It's nuts. Yeah. Cool. I've talked to a few folks who used to be there. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, no, like, cool that you have that set up there. Um, now, obviously, we need to market what we do and advertise what we do to our to get our people in. What's your, um, Jay, Jay, what's your, like, advertising philosophy and your marketing approach to attract new clients in the door at Muscle Gym? Well, I, I honestly think it's mostly word of mouth. Okay. I, don't, I, I think I could not even advertise, and it wouldn't affect business much. Okay, okay. If people that want to work out look for gyms. Right. But I, I do all my advertising on Facebook. Facebook. Like I have my every Monday, I say, um, happy Monday um, to everyone at Muscle Gym Land. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're going to get a lot done this week. We're accomplished a lot this week. Those kind of Wednesdays are my deadlift days, so I always... Uh, I saw some of those, yeah. Everybody does their deadlifts, you know, sure, check sure. in, get yeah. worked out. The Friday, I say... Uh, Happy Friday, everyone, and we're going to finish this week strong. So I put out a lot of positive things like yeah, that. Yeah, nice, nice. And the weekends, I do trivia questions where I give away, um, like, local business gift cards and things like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Just yeah. random. I'll come make up trivia questions and then just ask. Them. I've been doing that for, like, five years now. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, local partnerships are so important, obviously. And so it's good you have a social media strategy, uh, which, which, I, which, which I love personally. Um, have you, yeah, ever done, like, have you ever done any paid advertising via Facebook or Instagram or anything uh, like that? I boost posts once in a while. I yeah. have boosted a post, but at this point, after so many years, I think it, it's almost like you saturated the market as far as okay. me. You know, I'm going to boost a post and, you know, I'm going to pay $100 or $200 to boost the post. You know, I'm not, people right. already know by now. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, yeah. What is capacity there for you, Jason, at a at Muscle Gym from like a member number? How many are you are you there now with your members, or is there some place you'd love to be at? No, it's just always going to flow on. You know, there's not really. It's a. I don't have a. I don't. I don't have a number of what I have actually. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it just uh, they just come and go. I hear you, man. I hear some you. Some stay, some don't. That's yeah. that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what is like um. What does like success mean to you? Like how do how maybe how do you define success with with the gym? Um, well, I started off. Yeah, yeah. Starting off, I you just want to be able to pay the bills. Basically, just starting off, and then yeah. after that, you want to, well, and always you want to put out the best product. I always said I want to open up the best gym in the history of gyms. Yeah. That was what I said since day one. Yeah, and so that's kind of was the mindset behind it. I okay. want yeah. the best gym ever. So. I love it. I have this, I had the same exact goal, man. Like having the best gym ever, what do you think? Uh, like, what does that mean? Like uh, elaborate more on that. What is, what is the best like, is people? The, the best, best vibe. Where I like, well, I like the vibe. That's one thing people talk about muscle gym is they like the chill vibe. It's there. Nice. nice. Now, I, I don't want to explain what that is because that's some, you're after if the customer is saying that, but it's a chill vibe they say to me and they like that. So it's the secret sauce, man. We got to, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, KFC doesn't give out their recipes, you know, for all, right. back in the day for all that stuff. So, all right, cool. So we talked about our marketing, the vibe we have there, what success means to us. Um, obviously we get people in hard enough, right? We've been there for a while. So people know who you are, know the gym, all that good stuff. 
how do you keep people engaged and like retention as high as possible? Do you, any good practices or best practices that you use? Well, they see me there. Okay. And I, well, I know a lot of the customers. It's like okay. you have three generations there. I've seen kid guys there that are watching play little kids football, yeah, and yeah. I see kids there that I coach youth wrestling. So I got, and um, I they see me there working. I'm always up fixing the equipment. Okay. Anything that's broke, I fix it as soon as possible. Nice. That's big. That's big. Especially yeah, yeah. real hands on down there. Yeah, that's huge, man. And I think it carries a lot of weight. It shows how much you care, and it shows yeah, like you're, you're, it shows you're authentic if you're there fixing it, and not and not hiring somebody else to come fix it. Like well, as long as I can, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to an extent, right? If it's not something yeah. like like the whole plumbing system went or something, but yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a gym down the road from me. A friend of mine owns it, a similar gym to yours, and uh, he's always there fixing stuff. He's always painting. Yeah. I think it carries a lot of weight with the members and people see it you know yeah even if they don't say it they, they see it and i think they really appreciate it and you know, it helps I wanna, yeah, yeah i want to act like oh you're my joan i just i'm just like them just a customer and i lift i put on my shorts you know exactly. I'm just like them you know yeah man for sure i love I, I love it i love it um what did i want to ask you here so uh since yeah the goal best gym ever which which i love again i had the same goal are there any other We'll say gyms are inspirational people that you kind of looked up to growing up or like uh, even like businesses that you kind of modeled after, you know what I'm saying? Or any, anything, any inspiration? We, we always ask musicians who was their inspiration. Like you ask, you know, like. Well, uh, I have my own, my, I come up with my own ideas for my own businesses. So, but my, okay. as far as uh, lifting, it got to be my dad because he okay. had got me into lifting and then got his brothers into it. So that's, I mean, fitness yeah. was always a part of growing up. Very cool. So that's why I mean I always wanted to own a gym. Like in my yeah. my mom was doing aerobics too. Was yeah. that in the eighties? There would be a lot of be on TV doing aerobics out in Hawaii. You know, sure. I remember my mom doing that. So always on a, fitness was yeah, always man. a part of my life. And then yeah, remember that on ESPN back in the morning, back in the day, yeah. body uh -huh. or body sculpting or something. I was called yeah, something yeah. Like I was like, yeah, ten when my mom would be doing that, and Bill Law would be doing. Yeah, that. me too. I watch. I'd be like, this is cool. Yeah. They, they don't have any. I wish they still had that. That was like yeah. a I thought that was a really cool thing, you know. Uh -huh. Like from uh from your background as now being a gym owner for a good amount of time, man. What do you think are like some of the key skills um that you need to have or you need to be always working on to be the best gym owner you can be? Well, let me see here. I'd say not overreacting. Pretty much every life, it's just like life, you know, not overreacting, right. Right. keeping balance. I'm always talking about balance of life is a real important thing. Sure. Being sure. just as loving as you are tough. Like I had a group of kids come through the gym, that a, a youth group that somebody was showing them, and I, they watched me deadlift 500 pounds. Oh, there we go, and man. I told them, I was like, well, that's really nice what I did, but you want to be just as loving as you are tough in life. For sure, and, for sure. Um, was that you in the suit and tie, saw or no? Yeah, that yeah, was that was me. Awesome. Yeah, that okay. was good. Yeah, <laughs> was that? Did you warm up for that, or was that just cold? Uh that that was cold. Yeah, I I started to have to warm up later on, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. cold. Yeah. I was like, this guy just—I didn't know that was you. I was like, this guy just walked in here cold and pulled. I had to watch it, so yeah, it was yeah. good. It got me, it got me intrigued. So it was good, man. It's cool. I had, I used to have this friend. They had a. So I'm in, I don't think I told. I'm in Connecticut, so like it was a gym here in Connecticut, Hybrid Athletics, and. uh strong man type gym and they had a 500 pound bar front door of the gym loaded every day so two guys worked there and they had this rule it's just crazy you have to walk in there every day 
And before you did anything, you had to pull 500 off the ground. And then, uh, just to get through the door. Wow. Just to get, yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> to get so, uh, they were like pro strongman and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. You know, freaks in a, in a good way. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool, man. Uh, so yeah, those definitely some good, good skill there to have as a gym owner. What, uh, what are you focused on here now, like moving forward now with your business? Been there six years, you own the building, so we're not looking to move or anything. Well, uh, we're, yeah, they, um, let's see here. I have, uh, Next few years, there's a, there's a business on the other side of the building that leases off me. I plan on putting a business in there to compete with me on the other side. Oh, not okay. Bottom of use. Yeah, they're going to have all the things I don't have. Got like it. canning, the massage chairs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have more, you know, because I, I have what I have on my side is good, but then, like, I don't offer massage chairs. And canning. Right, right, right. When I open up Bottom of on the other side of the building. Very that's, cool. That's what the future is going to bring. That's a great name, man. I love it. You come up with that name. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to come up with that too. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> How long do, what do they have on their lease left? A couple of years or more, less Who's than that? that? The other tenant there? How, what's, what's oh, their no, list? no. They own, um, they year to year. They're on my good. Yeah, that's, this is years down the road. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's cool, man. What about the next year like for the gym? Is it just uh, getting this new equipment or growing membership or anything else? Oh, well, it's always getting new, new equipment. Yeah. Like I said, I have, uh, that shoulder machine coming in. Now equipment I want to upgrade. I want to get a a, a pec deck. My yeah. pec deck's a body solid. It's okay, but I want to yeah. I want to upgrade that to the legend or an autoist. Or, yeah, sure. You know what? Like the top with the weight stack, pec deck. And then. What's your? Uh, what do you think right now is like the the top equipment out there for a uh, uh, gym like yours? Oh man. I got. I have a uh, Arsenal leg press. It's hard to say Arsenal leg press. They're hey, good, right? Oh, yeah. It took. You know, it's another leg. Take a while to build brand new, but it's so nice. And then, yeah. yeah then I when I just got you know, the, the legend. Um, you know, leg that didn't come in yet. When I just got the, the uh, ab machine. Yeah. There was that. I'm trying to think of the old um, ab machine. Is a Nautilus ab machine? Real so It's hard to say. I just say uh, Arsenal right now. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, I've seen their stuff. I haven't been able to use any of it yet, but uh, yeah, they have some really cool pieces, man. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, you plan to add maybe more of that down the road, or just kind of fit what you can and. Oh well, no, I'm gonna upgrade. Yeah. All the equipment that gets upgraded. Then once it's all to that level, then that's kind of. Yeah, sure. That's kind of it. Uh, sure, a thousand percent. Yeah. So let me see. All right. You know, I know earlier, so we talked about yeah, the equipment. Start, yeah. Okay, good. I was going to say, I got a Star Trek. I have tricep machine. Nice, that's yeah. Star Trek, I just the recent ones. Yeah, that's a great brand, too. I love their yeah. stuff as well. Now, we talked earlier about, you know, the nutrition side of things, the supplement side of things. Not into that yet. Is that something you may look to add down the road or kind of stick with what you're doing now? And uh, like, Maybe when I add on the other side. Yeah. You know, at that point, I might. But, um. Yeah, I have guys that are, you know what, actually, now that you mentioned that, I have guys that just may want to put a vending machine in there, so they're going to do that, and so yeah, they're going to fill the vending machine up, so yeah, yeah okay. at that point, but they're going to, I just told they could do it for free, I don't have to pay me, they're trying to get the vending business started, yeah. so they could put your vending machine in my, my entryway there, there and they call they're calling as their customers, right, you know, right. Exactly. that's why I always let all the customers advertise their businesses for free. That's great, yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's the wall where all the, you know, local businesses advertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, what's the town? What's the town like? Is it a small town, a big town? What's kind of the it's area? It's a smaller town. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So every everybody knows everybody. Tighten it community, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that's great. Have have some protein shakes in there, the vending machines, all that good stuff. What is like a typical day like for you, uh, Jason? I know like you know we're on a podcast right now, but what is like a typical Friday or Monday like for you normally? Oh, I get up early, go to the, you know, go to the gym. I'm here most of the day. I live by the gym. Man. So nice. I'm back home. I go get my kid at the bus stop, take him. Yeah. Yeah. To my mom, you know, and then go back home. It's yeah, back and forth. Then if I get a call, I gotta run to the gym. I run down there and eat. Right. Yeah. Are you guys are you guys open uh, twenty four hours or you guys have certain yeah. hours? So they have well, this. it's twenty four hours, but yeah. uh, it's only I'm only one like I say only one that works there, so yeah, it's only staff at certain hours. They just call me. It's mostly by appointments. Oh, okay, they okay. Call us up an appointment. They uh, meet. We like doors are locked all the time. So got it. Got it. To let them in. Yeah. Would you ever get a lot of those gyms nowadays are using like those those scanners, the uh, the keyless entry? Would you ever yeah, get? That's what everything I have. about that. Well, that's what I have right here. It's there. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. So yeah. people can unlock it, right? Uh huh. Got it. Okay, I misunderstood. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, they got to get an appointment to get the key. Yeah, the key. Get the key. I can just pay a data in the system. Yeah, that that key that makes it easy for you, man. So you, you don't have to be there. Yeah, they pull they pull by an envelope slide under my office door. I got a system. They want. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Now, if you ever uh, are you able to ever step away from the gym, like uh, to go away for the weekend or anything like that? And it's oh something. yeah, I have people that fill in for me when I have to. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I do every year. You know, yeah, that's great. I don't tell anybody I leave. I just disappear, you know. But they kind of know, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I get. Day, it. One day, I just, things are set up, and then I'm not yeah. there for a while. <laughs> You know, I hear you, man. I hear you, man. So what is, what is like your, what is a long-term plan, man? Are, you're in this for life, right? It sounds like this yeah, is going right. to be real for life every day. You love it. Kind of been a, a dream since day one type of thing, right? Well, yeah, I mean, basically I want to, the opening up the gym on the other side is yeah. definitely the plan to happen. Now, okay. as far as after that goes, is expanding. Like, I would, I would love to crush Planet Fitness because of everything they stand for. In the there you go. And they're about dividing people. Because fitness is always about family to me. And, right. like, as you go to the gym, you're there at the same time, the same day every yeah. week. And for years and years, you end up getting to be family, basically, with your gym people. For Planet sure. Fitness comes in, and they divide the people. And I yeah. didn't like that. So I really, I, I, just, I would love to crush them and take them out completely. So, but that would, I would need investors to approach me to say, I want to invest in muscle gym. I would never try to go outside of where I'm at now. Right. right. Invest to buy a building where I don't know. But I know that's the secret is you have to buy the building. So I don't want to tell people that because yeah. that's the secret sauce. That is another one of the secrets. You have to have well, control secret. of your property. Because, yeah. you know, you go to the business property, there's a, uh, you're, you're you're at the mercy of shareholders. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. It's some shopping center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Man. Yeah, if you, can, if you can own the building, it's uh control. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you have everything. Then you have a real asset too. You know, like it's uh, if you ever do want to sell, obviously you have that building with 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 uh, tenants in there too, which is yeah. Like if I ever wanted to do this, this is what I would tell the investors. I want yeah. my buildings wherever I'm at, which is different than all these other businesses. That right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you I can agree. go into a small town like I'm at, where it really it matters to the people more than going to some shopping center. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I agree, Manuel. Yeah, I think that's a great goal. I'd love, I love for you to take out Planet Fitness. I, uh, 
yeah. yeah. I think that would be awesome. I think uh, obviously I just like how your conviction and how much you care about what you do there at a muscles gym and what you provide for your community. So Jason, I think it's a terrific place to, to wrap this episode up, man. I appreciate your time today and Thank sharing you. your story with us, what you've done, where you are now and where kind of we're going. Where can our listeners check you out, man? Uh, Facebook, website, all that good stuff. I would say Facebook. That's all I really have with Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah was the, uh, what was your Facebook uh, page again? What was the name of it? Muscles Gym? Muscles Gym. Yeah. Facebook. Muscles Gym Ambridge. That way they can get right to it. it was, I love it, man. It's Easy the only enough. Muscles Gym right now, though. So it's, but it's a, Gym Ambridge. And then. I saw the gym name pop up and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I love it. So, uh, oh, good. Uh, yeah, Jay, man, I appreciate you so much, man, for sharing the story. And I wish you the best of luck, man. Thank hey, you. Thanks, Austin. You, you got it. You got it. Listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for all of our future episodes. Until next time, Gym Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one, the only, David Har out of CFS Academy in PA. What's going on, David? How are you today, man? Good, JJ. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you being here on a Monday, man. Happy Monday. Hope you're doing well. Uh, look, we're excited to have you on. And before we dive into the nitty gritty stuff about what you have going on at CFS Academy, how you run it, uh, first, tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you get started in the first place. So I, I, I you know, I, I mentioned earlier before the call that I, I've been involved in fitness since I was a teenager. You know, I, I'm very passionate about it. Um, you know, the three things that CFS Academy stands for is confidence, fitness, and, and striking. So these are three areas that I just absolutely love. Um, I love coaching people to improve in those three areas. Um, you know, the confidence part, um, you know, being a martial arts gym uh, training facility, uh, it requires a lot of confidence to do your best, um, like any sports, you know, a, a huge part, 75% of it is really, they say mental. And I, I agree with that. Um, obviously, you know, the fitness part, if you decide you want to compete or just any goals you have, whether it's getting in the ring or just, you know, setting goals for yourself, you know, if it's, it has anything to do with fitness, you know, you have to set high goals. You want to do your best and give it, you know, work your hardest. Um, and then the striking part, just something that I just always want to do since I was a kid. Um, I got a late start, but I absolutely love it. I spent a lot of hours, a lot of time uh, training myself, coaching other individuals to um, either compete or just learn um, striking from all different aspects. So Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, um, th those areas uh, are really what we're about at CFS Academy. Yeah, totally. And I know you guys have a lot of different varieties and, and versatility at the facility, uh, but which services you provide at CFS Academy? Mostly it's, it's uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai. Um, we have like a cardio kickboxing, cardio boxing type of class. Usually that's more the people that, that attend that or, or the people that are uh, more um, kind of drawn to the fitness side of it, the cardio and the conditioning. Uh, those classes are typically run 50% of it. We go through a strength and conditioning circuit. 
Um, they're usually like one minute rounds and 30 second rest, but they go hard. Um, and then the second half of the class is going to be more bag and pad work. I personally hold pads for our members. Um, I try to cycle through them. I'll call their names. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I try, I like to get one-on-one -on -one with people. That's really, as a coach, that's really my favorite part is to really that's see big. that development. Yeah. That see that, that, um, the development, the growth as, um, whether they are aspiring fighters or they just want to learn the sport. You know, I just love to see that, you know, that, that individual growth. Um, the other part of it is really the, the Muay Thai or, you know, we're, we're actually considering changing it from Muay Thai and just calling it striking and advanced striking. Um, this striking program or Muay Thai is really um, kind of focused more on Muay Thai. It's, it, it, you know, there's, there's technical um, aspects of, of what, why it's different than other forms of striking. Um, but that's really more like we work on technique. They do, um, you know, they do a strength and conditioning, a little bit of strength and conditioning, maybe a little bit of pad work, but really it's, it's really focusing on, on, like I said, the technique part of it. Um, yeah. and then again, we have the advanced striking, which is, you know, that's where I can focus on the, on the guys that are actually into the, on, you know, either aspiring, um, you know, fighters or they, um, you know, they're a little bit more serious. Maybe they spar, um, but all in all, no matter what, we keep a very family friendly environment. Even during the advanced striking, when the guys are, are sparring, we really want, um, you know, we really want people, our members to know that they can bring their kids in. Um, they can come in whether, you know, whatever age they are and they're in a, a safe um, and, um, you know, a very um, welcoming environment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I understand the concept of, of, of reasoning or why you would want to change the Muay Thai, Muay, Muay Thai to striking because you want to sound less intimidating. I think people get the, the misconception when they walk in and they hear Muay Thai and they're like, hmm, when they hear striking, it's just like a general concept. I mean, I, unless I'm wrong, you tell me 100%, but I think that that's a great idea. Well, that you know, that's that's true. And also a lot of people, when they if they don't understand the striking game, they think that when they hear Muay Thai, they think MMA. So like we'll have people that'll say, oh, I you know, I want to train UFC and well, UFC is not a, uh, you know, not a sport. It's a, it's an organization, but it's, but it's really kind of like that, um, that uh, really we want to make people like, so we have so many different styles, so many of different members, whether they're, you know, middle age and they have six kids or they're a teenager learning to, to learning striking. We've got people that are more, um, you know, they're more drawn to boxing, more drawn to Muay, Muay Thai maybe they're more like we've got some some other athletes that are like football players or you know they run track where they just want a little bit of extra into their you know their their um their fitness game and um the footwork that we provide um the athleticism it really is more of a training facility than it is a martial arts uh studio if that makes sense so you know people we, we see a lot of times um our members they when they come in they actually become better athletes at other sports like especially the kids because the kids are yeah. they're just they just soak everything in if they want to learn, you know. So we see that they're like I can use my son, he plays soccer. And I see his footwork in soccer has gotten better just training in in you know kids Muay Thai because we do a lot of footwork drills. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that makes sense. That does make sense. And that's awesome that you can kind of correlate the two regardless yeah. of what they're trying to do. Um and then let me ask you this, David. So how many members are you guys at now at currently? So um, if you want to know where we started and where we're at, so we started at 18 members. Um, that was pretty much the guys that I used to coach at the gym I was previously at. Um, and now we're, we just hit the 65 mark and that's, wow. That's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Congrats. Really, yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I always like to use myself as the avatar here, right? So 
if I came in to, to CFS Academy, right, and, and I want to start, um, what would I have to pay to get started? So it, it depends on the contract. So we've got month to month memberships. Um, we've got three, six and 12 month contracts. Um, the CRM that I use, we do have, you know, we pay, you know, a fee to have store those members in our system. So there is a registration fee. Um, but really, when I started CFS Academy, I really wanted something that was um, affordable. Um, now, some people might think that it's not affordable, but it's it's different than going into a strength and conditioning gym where you can just pay $30 and go on a machine and just kind of work, you know, train yourself. You know, I, I'm sure as you know, personal training, it, it requires, you know, more one-on-one. Um, we have to train ourselves um, a lot of time, a lot of just, just being a coach. Um, so I would say the average for our members, uh, let's just say they sign a six month contract. I think it's about $120 a month. I believe it is if they sign a six month contract. Now we do have a limited membership and an unlimited membership. Uh, limited, limited is three classes a week. Um, unlimited is you just come and go as you please. But that also includes, we also not to kind of ramble here, but we also do have a wrestling. We have the re- best wrestling coach in the area and in, in, in our area. Um, he's a, a collegiate re- level wrestling coach. They're doing big things at his school. Um, also a good friend of mine. And we have a yoga program every Saturday morning. Yeah. So it's wow. like, again, we, we, we really want to try to draw people in that want different yeah. aspects of it, not just the the kickboxing part of it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and on the topic of clients, right. I mean, obviously I think there's so many ways you can go about doing this, but what, what I guess, what has been best practice for you guys about how, like how to actually find new clients? So social media, really, as much as I, as I, I got off of Facebook for, I don't know, five years, uh, about 10 years ago, <laughs> I, wow. I had to get back on, you know, like when I was, uh, <laughs> when I was competing, you know, promoters like you to sell tickets. They like you to promote yourself. Um, so I, um, you know, I got back on and it's, it's, it's been a godsend, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've, um, you know, uh, spamming that friend request on Facebook, um, to people I don't know in the area or other, other, you know, gyms, um, that really has been a huge, uh, aspect of why we've grown, you know, really just, um, um, a lot of social media postings, letting people see that we are family friendly. We, you know, we want to attract all different types of people, um, that, that has been again, and I have a lot of relationships that I had when I previously coached. Um, I spent a lot of time traveling and networking. So the networking part of it really is is the biggest thing. But as far as like what I do daily to try to get our name out um, is really a lot of social media postings, um, you know, connecting with people that that do not know about us. Um, I'm hearing a lot of, I, I ask, you know, new members, I ask for leads that come in, you know, how do they hear of us? Most of them is either word of mouth or, or um, you know, maybe they're searching for, uh, searching for a a gym that like what we do so they find us on google uh luckily we have a really good google review score um so that really that's been helping but yeah social media has really been the biggest aspect yeah for sure and i think that's inevitable right social media has probably been a primary source for a long time now and um and now off the topic of marketing too now if let's say you got unlimited traffic right what would be the cap like what would be your maximum capacity at the facility of how many members you could handle um well it does require you know it, it does kind of give me anxiety a little bit because um there is a very limited knowledge in, in in what we do um not the strength and conditioning part of it obviously but the, the you know the kickboxing martial art side of it 
Um, and especially how we do it, if we're, we're not, we don't hand out belts and things like that. It's a little different. So um, matter of, you know, if we had unlimited amount of coaches with unlimited, you know, with the highest level of talent, I would say based off of our square footage, um, you know, probably somewhere around, yeah, I don't know, until we had to outgrow our space, probably between 350 and 400 members. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good number. And I think, um, knowing that you're going to have to, you'd have to be with the best coaches and whatnot. Like you, basically you're saying you'd grow at the rate that you can possibly grow with the best talent and not with just, okay, just because we want to grow for profit. It shows yeah. how much you care. And I, I love that. I love that. I think a lot of gym owners forget that, that they have to care for their clients, you know, for yeah. that financial that growth, it's going to come from care. Um, so I think that's awesome, man. I think that's awesome. Uh, and, uh, so like, I, I know, I understand what you're doing as far as service. I understand how you get your clients, whatnot. Let's take a step back, right? Um, if I was interested in joining, okay, if I walk in, I'm not a client yet. I'm not a referral. I'm interested. You don't know me. I'm, I'm totally brand new to the area. Um, talk to me about the, the sales process or the client journey, right? From coming in as a lead, an interested lead to becoming an actual client. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, right away, I, I, welcome every I, I mean from being in retail for so many years as soon as they walk in you know even if i'm in the middle of class i try to do something to um acknowledge them when they walk in the door that's huge wow. you know they want to feel welcome yeah. as soon as they come in especially a lot of parents that are bringing in their kids um if i'm not teaching a class or if i'm free right away i take them for the tour I, I have a lot of pride and i put a lot of work into our gym um you know i keep it clean all the time so i really try to um uh, let people know right from the start, you know, hey, you know, feel free, make yourself at home, you know, just don't wear shoes on the on the, the mats where we train at. Um, other than that, check out the bathrooms, check out the facility. Um, you know, I go through and said, you know, you're fine to, you know, move around. I keep everything sanitized every single day and um, just let them know from the start, especially with where we are right now with the whole COVID thing with, you know, that being such an impact on, on especially on gyms. Um, you know, I really want people to know how clean we really are. You know, and, and if you were to go and Google us, you'd see most of our reviews are how clean the, the, the facility is. Um, so really that welcoming atmosphere, making them feel like it's family friendly. Um, a lot of people sometimes can be intimidated. You know, they come into a gym, they think that it's a bunch of guys beating up on each other, you know, and that's not really what we're about. You know, we're really about watching the growth of people, whether it's fitness or whether it's the sport itself, um, letting people know that we're here to help them grow in one aspect or another. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, no, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. And and so uh, now, but going into the the actual sales process, right? Is there an actual sale, or is it more like gotcha. hey, try it out and then boom, you're good to go? <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So so I, we do have a free trial class that we offer. Um, everybody gets right. one free trial class. Um, after that, you know, once they try the class out, I typically follow up with them the next day and see how everything went. Um, I also have, when they walk in, there's a, we have a sign-in sheet. There's a, like a comment and suggestion box. I encourage everybody to, to, um, give, leave a comment for us, let us know how they, how their experience was, what we can do to improve, you know, whether it's, you know, aesthetically or, or, you know, the environment itself. Um, so I really just following up if I don't hear back from them again, this is my sales background. So my sales background was you follow up three times. And if you don't hear back from them, you get crickets, you know, you let them go. And so uh, typically I usually hear back like either through text or, or, um, or they'll call me back. Um, 
you know, within a couple of days after they try it out. And if I don't hear back from them, then, you know, like I said, I'll try it two more times. And then from there, it's like, you know, we might just not be the right fit for them. But, um, you know, we've, we've been pretty successful with that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think that's great. And I, I could see, you know, knowing that you did uh, study entrepreneurship, when I, that's such a great concept. The fact that, you know, that's such a small thing that goes up a long way, the three follow-up system. I mean, come on. I, that's awesome. That's awesome. So not, not a lot of gym owners know that. I'll tell you that. Well, I, I so, said I, I worked before I opened CFS Academy. I worked for a, um, a very large uh, uh, commercial trucking company and I was one of the uh, national fleet sales reps. So uh, building oh, relationships nice. was a big part of what I did along with also my, my degree. But so it was, a, it was a very large part of what I did uh, uh, at times, very high pressure, um, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so yeah, I, I, you know, doing this and following up, you know, one-on-one is, is, a, is a big difference. A lot, I would say a lot easier than it is following up with large companies trying to capture their business. So it, it does, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not too hard. It is difficult. You know, yeah. sales is always difficult. B2C versus B2B is a total different world. So true. You're right. And now what I want to do here, I love this part, David, here. I kind of want to turn the tables and put you in the hot seat and kind of give you a time to like self-reflect here, right? So it's a great question to ask always. And I think it's more or less, I'll try to make it as simple as possible, right? There's five pillars of business that are primarily used. And I think in fitness, three are used more often than any. Um, and it's more or less, right? Lead generation, which is your marketing, lead acquisition, mm -hmm. which is your sales. And then retention and ascension are usually combined. So it's keeping them cli keeping the clients and making them spend more money with you longer. Um, mm -hmm. So of those three, where do you feel like you can improve the most? Uh, retention. I mean, just because we've been open for, for uh, five months, um, you know, we're at the point where a lot of, a lot of our members are, they signed maybe a three month contract or they were month to month, you know, so um as of right now, I'm, I'm the, the main coach of the gym. So having to juggle, and I've also got some other things that are involved in the, in, um, in, in what we do with some other, 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 um, um, other people. I, I, you know, I, 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 unfortunately I can't say, you know, on the air, but I've got sure. some other things going on in, in our sport that, um, that I'm working on. So I, so I'm pretty busy right now, but, um, the retention part of it is where I need to be able to, um, uh, prioritize, and, um, you know, sending out emails, uh, sending out texts any way I can to make them feel like, Hey, where did you find value? And, you know, what can we do to keep your business? So I, that's, that would probably be where I feel the, um, I feel I have the most opportunity as a business owner. Yeah. And, uh, I, I honestly, uh, David, I appreciate the honesty and transparency because some people aren't too comfortable answering that question or some people would just, uh, let, you know. Uh, they answer it kind of in a, in a for lack of a better term, half-assed way. Uh, <laughs> we, we, can, we can't say that on air. We can't go and say any other word. Um, but uh, it, it's true. I think once you kind of, you know, accept them and you're honest with them, like, hey, I can improve here. And you know you can. It kind of opens your eyes, you know. Especially saying that on air. It's like, well, okay, like, yeah, that is a, a good area to improve on. Um, and I think that's great. I think that's great. And obviously, I think um, you're great at what you do and you're good at bringing people in. And I think if you can obviously increase that retention, I'm sure that would mean a lot of a difference for you. And obviously you only being open six months. I mean, you probably haven't even seen people get to the end of their six month term or the 12 month term. So there's probably a lot of ground that you could make up before you even get to those places. So I think, um, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome stuff there. And then now on the topic of retention and ascension, um, cause I know you said you use a CRM to track. So how do you go about tracking people who are coming in to join and, and going out as in not, 
re a retaining membership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I am I able to use the the CRM the company name? Yeah, yeah, totally fine. Okay. Totally fine. So I use a I use a um uh it's a uh, company uh, called Zen Planner. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yes, very familiar. They, they're they're great. They're they're great. So uh, you know, when people uh, if they they try do a free trial class, they have to go through Zen Planner, and then that automatically generates mm. the lead. And then from there, until I actually follow up, and you know, I can set first follow up, second follow up, kind of very much like I was used to using Salesforce. Um, and then once I complete it, whether they I convert them to a membership, or uh, again they let's say I I close lost them, you know they. Um, I can complete that and, and move it out of our system or just kind of file it. Uh, so, so when they come in, they try the free trial class, they have to sign a waiver automatically they go in our system. And then my job is obviously to convert them to a membership. Um, so that's, that's really how I use the CRM for leads. Um, yeah. As far as tracking the members, you know, it, it's great. I, I, I mean, I don't have a lot of, besides Salesforce, I don't have a lot of experience using other CRMs like that kind of focused around gyms. Um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, the, the best ones are very similar, um, you know, seeing when payments are due, when um, when the membership is about to expire, you know, it gives me birthdays because we have a, a thing that when someone's when it's someone turns or whatever, a kid or adult, we do we have like a kind of like a ceremony for them. I don't know if you've ever That's seen anything like that at gyms where they all they get body shot for every, every year that, you know, every, every <laughs> yeah. and obviously we're not doing that. Oh, that's unique. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, they have fun doing that. So things like that really, um, you know, I use a CRM and and um, try to just continue building that relationship. And and um, um, there's so many other ways I can use it to run reports. I was big on running reports in my previous job. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like I said, I you know I'm, I'm kind of limited with the amount of time I have between coaching and running the business. But um, but yeah, I mean, reporting is huge for me. As soon as I kind of get used to that, I'm probably going to be running reports every five minutes. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I think honestly, the fact that you're using a CRM in general is, is impressive in itself, right? Because I think a lot of gym owners stray away from that or, or think they don't really? need it. Because a, a lot of, yeah, a lot, oftentimes they'll be a sign in sheet, maybe, or uh, they'll have maybe like a, a Google tracking sheet or something like yeah. that. But um, that's awesome that you're going above and beyond. You know, because I mean, I think tracking is probably one of the biggest things that makes a business work. You know, if you understand, mm -hmm. if you understand your numbers, you understand your business. If not, kind of walking into it with a question mark over your head. So I think that's great. I think that's awesome there, David, too, man. A lot of good stuff you got going on there. And two more questions for you before we kind of cut off here. Um, so again, still on the topic of retention and ascension. Um, ascension is essentially the upsells, right? So how many of your clients would you say either invest or in, well, invest or, or shop with one or one or more product or one or more service within your company? uh so with with our business with yeah so like say for example like yeah with, with cfs academy so like say for example like they do one-on-one -on -one coaching maybe group coaching maybe that's not a good example but you know they do one or more service or they buy you know maybe like gloves off of you guys or whatever it is yeah. like yeah so up, that upsell i guess you could say yeah so so we we have merchandise that we sell um uh so I, we we sell our t-shirts like i'm wearing right now or hats things like that um, and I can sell them through Zen Planner as well, which is great. Um, okay. But as of right now, like we don't sell any equipment. Uh, I sell hand wraps, you know, hand wraps are, you know, especially for um, people that really want to hit hard, you know, they, the hand wraps really protect 
the hand and the wrist, obviously. So I try to encourage people to buy them. And we, we you know, they're, they're, we have a, um, a pretty low price on, on hand wraps. So, you know, it's, I, I do encourage people to do that. As far as gloves go, um, I was thinking about getting into that, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of uh, a stickler on, on quality when it comes to equipment. So I, I encourage people to, you know, shop around. We do have loaner you know, loaner equipment they can use. But once they actually sign up for a membership, I, I do try to encourage them, you know, unless they're kind of like what we call a casual train, you know, uh, casual member. Um, if they're serious about getting better in the sport, I, I, I do encourage them to shop around, especially with the way pricing is right now. But it is something that I, I'm looking into getting more into, um, you know, in the future. But as of right now, really our memberships and, um, you know, we do offer personal training. It's $40 an hour. Um, that's in between uh, our class time. We, we did when we opened have what we called an open gym membership, um, which was basically you got one free or not one, one free class, but you paid for one class a month, kind of give them like a teaser. And, um, and then you could use the facility, use the equipment um, during non-class times, or as long as you were off of the mats, when class was going on, you could use the facility. Um, it wasn't really um, I, I didn't like the idea at first. It was a great idea at first because it was kind of, drawing people in but for what we do um not saying that we don't want every person to enjoy you know enjoy what we do but uh it wasn't really attracting um uh the type of clients i guess that we were really trying to trying to target which is really people that are serious about the sport or serious about getting in better shape serious about their health because you know it, it is um, it is great to have those members that come in and they sign up, they sign a contract and I love their business, but it's not really what I believe in. Um, it's, I believe in really, you know, hard work committing to, um, you know, obtaining those goals that they set kind of went off on a tangent there. And I apologize, JJ. No, 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 no by all means, by all means, uh, it's actually a good point that I, I, I could have brought up earlier, which is, you know, I, I know I said two more, so I'm going to actually have three. So this is the one that brought up in my head. Um, so would you say, because your, your target demographic, is it, would you say essentially they're more athlete based if I'm, if I'm, unless I'm completely wrong, or they're more general population? What, what does that look like for you guys? Um, more, so my, my experience is really coaching in the coaching side of it is, is really coaching, um, fighters. Um, but I know that, you know, um, uh, f fighters don't really keep the doors open, you know, fighters don't keep the doors open, unfortunately. Um, so, uh, you know, as far as what's going to help grow our business and, and really it, it, the truth is, is really what I'm passionate about. I'm 40 years old. I told you earlier, I'm, you know, I'm 40 years old. I, I know that it doesn't matter if you're 40 or you're 80 or you're 10 years old, it's never too late to start the sport. You know, it's never too late to get in shape. So those people are really the ones that I, I try to, on, from a business side of things, really try to focus my attention towards are those people that really are serious about improving their health and improving their fitness levels. Um, yeah. You know, I have, like, again, I have more experience coaching fighters and more of the advanced guys, but I love watching those people that are, you know, middle-aged, especially the moms. You know, I have a student, she's got three kids and just watching her and come, you know, come into the gym with a smile on her face and leaving with an even bigger smile on her face is really just, it just gives me such satisfaction to see that, you know? So, so th those are the, those definitely, um, uh, I know those are the people that are the probably from a business side of things are probably the most important. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally, totally. And I think that's 100% true. I think, um, you know, obviously you never want to exclude anybody, of course, but obviously you want to make sure they fit your culture, for lack of a yeah. better term. You know what I mean? Because gyms do bring a culture. It's a community. And you can bring one, one person in and it can put an effect on, on, on the entire facility yeah. um, or the entire community. So I think that's awesome, man. And, and then, so, good, good. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, I try to, like I said, I, I post a lot on social media um, and I really try to make a strong effort, especially when we have those cardio kickboxing and those cardio boxing classes to really post pictures of, of the people that are just, you know, average people that just want to, like I said, just want to like have fun, get in shape because those are the people that are going to draw in people like you were, you just mentioned, you know, the soccer moms, you know, if you will, um, you know, the, the, the dads that are really, they, they love watching combat sports. They love watching UFC or they love watching boxing and they, and they're just like, Oh, I want to try this. You know, those are the people that really, they just, um, they just love it. They just love yeah. it. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's hundred percent true that the general population is definitely what, what drives it. And, um, now moving on to this last question, uh, it's it's definitely a tough one. We had one guy last week. I mean, kid you not, he walked out for like ten minutes and came back in, and we re-recorded the ending of the last question because he really thought about it. Um, which, I mean, yeah, yeah, you got to think about it. You got to think about it. So, um, if uh, if you could go back in time to when you first started your gym, uh, what is one piece of advice you would tell yourself, you know, before starting or right before starting? I'm sorry. Um, so I know, um, the, the, the bottom line, you know, thing is, is really important. How big, uh, can I, can I grow the business? It's very important. Um, but I, I think keeping your sights on really why you open the business or why, you know, the gym owner, you know, whoever it is open their business, you know, sharing their passion with, with their members, I would say, um, you know, stay the course. You know, I mean, right now I'm like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're kind of getting to that point where those memberships are just starting to expire. And, you know, um, you know, it, it does give me a little bit of anxiety, but I be believe in what we do. I'm very passionate about it. And I think that if as a as a business owner, I don't want to ever take my my eyes off of that. Um, I, you know, I, I know I'm kind of looking back and I'm like, it's only been five months. So it hasn't really we haven't even hit the year mark. You know, luckily, we're you know, we're, 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 we're not in the red, which is great. You know, our doors are open, people are happy. And I just want to keep it that way. You know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't need to, you know, like you see a lot of gym owners, they're focused on in, especially in martial arts. You know, if anybody that's listening to this is thinking about opening a martial arts gym or a martial arts training facility, um, you know, of course, you know, there's so many different ways to generate revenue. A lot of gyms, they, focus on ranking and belts and shorts and that's great and that's that's awesome if that's if that's what they're passionate about and that's what they do um but really um you know the name cfs academy is is really it's there's three areas that i'm just so passionate about is just building people's confidence you know helping them improve their fitness levels and teaching them to be better fighters whether they want to fight or not you know and and i don't want to ever lose that's that look at every time i see that name and sounds cheesy i know but i want it to be a constant reminder of of why we open the business, you know, and not really focus, not get so anxious about, we got to make as much money as possible because that's going to come. I believe, I believe that's going to come and people can see through that. Totally. 
Wow. Wow, David. I mean, that's, that's major, especially speaking to you, your own people, right? And then the martial arts, you do. I think that's major. I think that's a big takeaway for a lot of people who are listening, who want, you know, to dive into it. Cause it's, it's obviously, that's what they want to do totally. But by all means, it's, it's, if you want to build the business, you got to kind of go the other direction. So I think that's awesome, David. So look, I think that's a pretty good place to start wrapping things up on this episode. But before we sign out here, David, um, shout out your Instagram, your Facebook website, whatever you have, David, by all means, where can people find you at? So our Instagram is uh, CFS Academy or uh, CFS.academy. You can find us there. Uh, we have a TikTok page. I believe it's also, and I, I wish I would have wrote it down, um, but it's, uh, if you just search for CFS, I believe it's CFS.academy for, on TikTok and then um, Facebook, um, you can find me, David Har, H-A-R-R. Um, you can go on my personal Instagram page, which is, uh, that one is rather da, R-A-T-H-E-R-D-A-H-1-1. Um, and then uh, you can also follow our uh, Facebook page, which is CFS Academy. David, thank you so much. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. Look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Thanks and to everyone you. who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes and you want to be featured, go ahead and click the link below and apply to be on. Uh, and our team will be in touch with you as soon as possible. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords, hope. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero. Today, joined by Jennifer Marais of Tryout Fitness in New Orleans, Louisiana. Jennifer, how are we doing? Hey, Austin. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Appreciate you coming on and taking some time with us. I know you're busy moving into this uh, new space, if you will, so... Uh, we thank you so much. And let's dive in here. So when did you start Triumph Fitness? So we started Triumph Fitness May 1st of 2017. It's about awesome. five years. Well, exactly five years ago. We're celebrating our five-year anniversary right now as we speak. That's amazing. Congrats on that. It's a big deal, especially going through these last two years of hell, if you will, you know? Yes, yes, for sure. So if you could say in one sentence, because I know we could talk about this for 20 years, right? Why we started this gym this business why did you start why did you start this business five years ago so i was kind of like you i was at a gym i was running the 
the owner's gym for him. And I kept hearing a lot of the members. It was like a um, 24-7 kind of gym. I was hearing a lot of the members say, Jennifer, all we want is classes. That's all we want. We don't want um, the machines. We don't want. And then I started realizing what my ideal client was. It was that woman 30 to 50 years of age that lost themselves with their weight and stuff like that. So when I heard them say that, I said, you know what? I understand this. I'm that lady. I need to make this space for them. And that's how Triumph Fitness was born. That's awesome. That's awesome. So to serve people, impact uh, people, especially women, right? That seems to be the, yeah. the plan here. I love it. Cool. Talk to us about, so I know you just recently moved, but talk to us about how you picked your original first location, how that process all came about. So I love the area that we're at. And um, if you're from New Orleans, the levee is a really big deal because we love to run on the levee. You love to get outside. So I wanted to be somewhere um, that had a levee access. I also, um, you're not from, I don't know if you're from, if you're familiar with New Orleans, but there's an East Bank and a West Bank and it's, it's a big deal, right? So I wanted to have access to both the East Bank and the West Bank because I'm originally from the West Bank side of, it, of New Orleans. So um, this location was just prime opportunity for that it also this is sneaky austin it was only one mile away from the other gym that i was at so it was very convenient for the new members to just come right over i knew in order to keep them i had to stay in the central location for sure keep your enemies closer right it's uh for sure i, I, I think that's a great i think that's a great business tactic you know for you know 100 especially since you had i'm sure a lot of great connections at that other space you know so when you did rent this initial space jennifer did you, uh, like, what was your ultimate, ultimate goal here? Was it to grow potentially down the road to a bigger space? And when you rented it, did you know there was that opportunity to expand, uh, if need be, in your same area uh, location there? Yeah, no. When I opened up Triumph Fitness, I did. I, I was just holding the bulls by the horn, to be honest with you. I am a risk taker. Um, I don't necessarily um, sit down and go through all of the um, like logistics and what can go wrong and what can't go wrong. I always know that it can happen, right? So for me, I really just dove in and went ahead and um, I didn't know there was access space, but my goal after this was actually to own my own building um but then through covid this space became available and it was just a natural um transition for us yeah thousand percent natural progression that's awesome so uh in that first space um, capacity wise members clients how many did you get up to before you decided to take this next step I mean, we got up to 120 members um, that was both in the studio and outside, but we were running out of space already with 15, 20 people in the class. Um, also, yeah. I had two classrooms, but I didn't have a personal training area. So I was missing out on if somebody wanted to train at that peak time of 5.30 p.m. and I had a 5.30 class, I was pretty much, I, I had to turn it down. Um, and we all know we don't like to turn down money, right? So I knew, I knew I had to get in and the other space. I also met my other classroom. I had hardwood floors instead of the rubber floor. So when I had to train in there, it wasn't the great experience that I love my members to have. So yeah, there were a few things that I was like, Oh, next time we're going to do this better. And we're going to do that better. Right. So I always had it in my mind. We were moving, but um, I didn't know exactly when. Sure. For sure. So now we made that move. And when did you make this new move? Pretty recent, right? You just told me. Oh, like last week. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. So awesome. Exciting time. So it's a super exciting time. So last it week. Is. So uh, 
what is your from a capacity standpoint what are you looking to fill uh this bigger space space with you know in studio members yeah so i want um at like 200 250 but austin i have to be honest with you i really I don't want to miss the connection that we have. Like as a business owner, it's very important to me that I know every single member. Um, they know me, they know how to get like, like it's just this community that we've built that's something yeah. special. And when we did move to the big space, I heard a lot of members that were like, well, gosh, when we move to that big space, we're not going to be as close. We're not going to be, that's important to them, right? Yeah. The community aspect of this is important. So um, I'm thinking 200, 250, but I don't, I don't want to grow too big, too fast to where we can't give them the experience that Triumph Fitness yeah. can give them. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. And uh, yeah, things will definitely change in a bigger space. You know, I know my, my first gym was like 900 square feet and eventually we're like, nine pushing 10,000 square feet. So yeah, the vibe will change. Uh, community, obviously super important uh, to our gyms and something people I think are kind of lack the past couple of years. So a good, a good avenue we can provide. Is there stuff I hear all the time? So I just want to ask you the question. Is there any way you've seen a way to measure like the strength of your community? And yeah, any way so to, we, we track numbers, we track squat PRs and all that stuff. Any way you've been able to measure like that strength of our communities? Yeah, if my members are going outside the gym and experiencing life together, I feel like it's taken the community from the studio outside. If somebody comes in and says, "Oh, I had so much fun when we went to X, when we went to do this race," blah blah blah, yeah. like that's that. Those are the things that I really think that really builds the community. We've really had a lot of transition. I'm sure all the gyms have, but we, but our community has had a lot of transition and a lot of loss these past five years, and I think it just really grounds. I, I, I opened the doors with 64 members and I would say probably 60 of them are still here. I think that's another way that I can um, measure the community, but we've been through a lot of ups and downs and it's just become a family. Um, so we go to, we do showers together. We do weddings together. We do funerals together. Things like that I think are important outside of the gym that you can measure that community. Yeah. A thousand percent. And uh, yeah, the events are super important. Um, having those OG members, you know, here for five years is awesome you know then there's that always that can be at next level right now we're getting bigger and now it's gonna be a challenge to keep that same vibe with those og members that we have now with new people just and that's totally totally normal normal progression you know within this space so jennifer i don't think we've even gotten to it yet uh, just give us like a rundown of the services that you do offer right now yeah, so um, I like to put my business into a, a tripod. So we yeah. offer um, movement, meal prep, mindset, okay? Nice. So our movement is our fitness. That's personal training, small group training. In our small group training, we have our signature program called MOVE, which is mindset over vigorous exercise. We're really focusing on the muscle that we're doing. We also have yoga. We introduced spin right before the MOVE, so that was exciting for our members Yoga, Zumba, and spin are our three hit classes. Um, so personal training and small group is kind of what we do there. In our okay. meal prep portion, we actually have, um, we opened up a Tighten Up To Go, which is a part of the brand where we do offer protein shakes, meals, and protein snacks. And then okay. I know we're going to talk about this later, but the mindset portion, that's in the next five years where I'm going to grow okay. personal growth and development. Because I really believe that when you're in the studio and a woman does a push-up and she finally gets it, 
she starts taking more risk outside of the studio. Yeah, I think uh, what we do is obviously a massive impact, all positive on, on society at large. So, uh, you know, I think to have a successful business, you have to first be able to solve a major problem. And I think we get to solve that every day, which is which is awesome. And offer up all yeah. ways to. Um, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're working on the internet in here. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. Could be mine too. I don't know. But did you hear my last question about percentages of, okay. So yeah, uh, in regards to the movement piece of the business, small group training, group training to personal training, what percentage of people are in small group? What percentage, percentage of uh, people are in PT? What does that look like? I say we're about 90% small group training, 10% okay. personal training. Um, we really, our personal training is more for people to get started and then we sure. want to move them into the group because we want them to get that group atmosphere. I, and I mean, Austin, you know this, um, when you're working out next to somebody, you tend to push yourself a little bit more subconsciously. So I want to get them into that class as quickly as possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love it. Hard to match the energy of that class, especially you got 20 people in there. Like, it's it's awesome, right? It's. I mean, I yeah. love I love. I always loved working out in that class and love coaching that class because again, the energy is, oh, yeah. feel it. it's something very unique. Uh, Jennifer, how did you come up um, with your pricing structure? You don't have to tell us your prices if you don't want to, but how did you come up, uh, yeah. how did you decide on the, on the pricing to go, especially with the group piece? Because we, we see prices, you know, all over the place. So how did yeah. that look for you? So um, I really am thankful to the place that I started at and I had to transition. So I knew in order to get people here, um, I had to stay at the same price point they were paying over there, right? So I kind of moved it along. Um, and then when COVID hit, um, like everybody else, we pivoted, we went online, right? Yeah. But when we came back from COVID, I actually was in a good place that I strategically pivoted again. And I said, hey, listen, we're gonna um, upgrade your membership you can keep the Zoom option, you can keep the on-demand option, you can keep the live in studio option, but if you do that, it's gonna be an additional $20. So coming okay. off of COVID, we actually went up in our prices because yeah. we needed to, it was hard times, you know? But yeah. we positioned ourselves in a way that, hey, we're gonna add these services, or you can just stay where you were. Um, right. So I kind of, I looked at what the general consensus was with the prices in our area, but I had to keep them at the same price point in the beginning. And then we went up after COVID. Sure, for sure, yeah. I hope that answered yeah. your question. Yeah, a thousand percent, yeah, a thousand percent. Um, pricing is always tricky, right? It's, uh, and, and for some reason, a touchy subject. But yeah, I like asking, I like seeing how everybody comes up with that price, you know. Would you ever raise it in the future going going further out with, with the expansion now? Like, I know I raise my price uh, from 165 to 185 for class, uh, when we move to, uh, like the final, final destination, mm -hmm. if you will. Yeah. So that's something maybe down the road as things grow and like, you know, more services are added or, you know, we're buying equipment. We're like trying to provide top yeah. level service. I think our service is super valuable. So like, why not charge more? You know, that's always kind of my thought. What, what, what are your thoughts well, on that? 
Let's talk about the pricing point just a minute. I believe that if you truly believe in, in yourself and you know the service that you offer, it doesn't matter the price point. So before right. COVID, I wanted to move everybody into small group training and I actually didn't want a personal train anymore. So I right. raised my personal training prices like to where I thought nobody would, I was like, I'm gonna raise them so high so that way nobody wants to work with me and they turn it down. Well, Austin, what happened? I raised my prices and they were like, oh yeah, that's a no brainer. I'm, I want to work with you. So they're going to, they're going to pay for what they want, right? Whether it's a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. If you right. give them the service and they know what they're getting, they'll pay for it. So right. I think moving forward though, I'm really big on if you are a founding member or if you've been here, I do not raise those prices because I truly believe it's a thank you. But then moving forward, anybody that comes in, oh yeah, definitely. We're going to charge a little bit more. We're going to go up in our prices so that way we can keep the, but here's the other thing. If a member leaves and they say, hey, listen, I want to cancel out. Well, I can't promise that when you come back, you're going right. to have to pay the new price. So, right. I mean, it's cool, but just know that coming in. Yeah, yeah no, I totally get it. It makes, makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, again, I just think what we do is super valuable. So yeah, people will pay for that value if it's there for sure. So uh, now to my favorite part, uh, Jennifer, like client acquisition marketing. Uh, let's first, what, first, what is your overall philosophy uh, on marketing for your business? All right. So this is not my favorite part, Austin. So we, you're going to, you're going to guide me through this part. Um, so the marketing part, that's what you asked me, right? Yep. yep. Um, so our brand is um, try, Triumph Tighten Up now, and we're going to tighten up your life. Okay. And the things that I do for marketing is more about like social media, because that's there. Um, I'm also trying to get myself out a little bit more. I do a local fitness health and wellness segment for our local news station here in New Orleans. Um, so that's been really big for us around here. Um, I also think that um, referral and word of mouth by far is the best marketing that um, that's out there because your members are going to speak more highly than you can ever speak about your your class because it's their it's their experience it's their journey you know i don't love to post um mem my member highlights or member success as far as weight loss because i truly don't believe that's my journey my clientele is a little different that they don't like to they don't like all of that we like to celebrate in-house so it's kind of um been um, fun for me to navigate how to put it out on social media without, because if you think about it, Austin, we're truly selling an intangible thing. I'm selling something that's hard that people don't want to come pay for because it's work and they want a quick fix, right? So we really have to navigate that marketing about the experience and the brand and our movement of tightening up your life, one mindset, one movement, one meal prep at a time. Look, yeah, now totally. I'm getting fired up, Austin. <laughs> I know you're all jacked up. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, let's let's go down that road for a little bit because I think it's, I think everything flows from marketing into the gym, right? Like I always think, you know, and sometimes you know I saw this more when I after I sold out than before I was in it. But like we're in the gym, you know, we know our coaching is great, we know our service is terrific, but the people who are outside the gym have really no clue. Jennifer, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, we're just, um, it keeps freezing. Yet. You're good, though. Let me know. Let me know if my audio goes. Um, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what's up. But, um, yeah, what was I saying? So, uh, yeah, word of mouth, big part of our strategy. Uh, question to you, why do you think that's the best way to do it? 
Um, because it's bringing in like-minded people that are that are already in here. You're not bringing in a, like somebody totally different and having to change. Also, I don't have to do any of the sales. That's the best part of this. The right. member has already done the sale with the referral and saying how much they love it. So when I see referrals come in, they're normally 99% yeah. ready to sign up because their friend has already sold them on it, right? Yeah. Or their friend's already seen the change in them. Oh, well, wait, I want that change. Um, I just also think that it's very selective. Like your friends who want the change and who are ready to do it are gonna come with you where your friends that don't want to, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's the same people that are coming in and you can keep the community all together and not have all this. That's the thing in the fitness industry I didn't want and I'm, I'm very, very put my foot down about it is I don't want all the cattiness. I don't want all the bullshit that comes with it. I want a good environment where people get outside of this world that we live in and this is their safe and happy place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like nowadays, like, uh, and we've all heard of demographics, but like psychographics is a, is a real thing. It's people of similar mindset uh, is a new variant for lack of better words in that demographic uh, uh, field. So yeah, that's I totally hear what you're saying. So with that, Jennifer, how do you get people started? Do you do any kind of like initial offer? Is it like a free week or a, a challenge or a, you know, free class? How does it look for you to get people yeah. started? We, um, there's a couple of different ways. Um, Cause remember we have an online portion of our business where yeah. we do live zoom ins and we have in studio. So quarterly three, four times a year, I do like a challenge um online where it's run strictly on social media to get them into our online it's a free five day or seven day or whatever it is and then in studio it's always the first class is free to come try it out because i truly believe that people join a gym for the convenience but they stay at a gym because of the community and the experience that we've harped on enough in, in this talk already but we do the first class for free knowing that yeah. the hardest part for that member is showing up if they can sure. show up, I can take care of the rest. That's no problem. But for yeah. them, it's getting them in that door. So I think taking the pressure off of paying and just doing the yeah. first class, um, I really believe that that's where it's at. Yeah, I agree we did, totally. We did try the free week. And let's talk about that yeah. real quick, Austin. Because yeah, we did sure, try sure. the free week. And, and I think that I think we gave too much away. Like they were like, oh, I can sign up the next time or the next day. And then the, right. and then think about it. After their third workout, they they, they contemplating whether they really want to do this because uh, it truly became work, right? Yeah. Like, man, I had to show up to the gym and I had to do this. Where the free week is great thought process-wise, but I think for that member, you need to reel them in on the first class, sign them up, and while they're on that high, right? Because exactly. you let them go home, yeah, I agree 1000% there. That's why it's that that first meeting is like so important. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, Jennifer, did you say any you ever start people any kind of challenge four week six week challenge? Did you say that? I'm sorry if I missed that. Yeah, so it's a five day or seven day like we do a metabolic jump start, um, okay. seven day okay. tighten up challenge or our, our biggest one that we do online that even the members participate in but it's all done through social media is our crush um, our uh, sugar detox right after Christmas. So we do a five day sugar detox and they, they love that. And we do see a lot of people joining um, our online, like our live Zooms and stuff from, from that challenge. Love yeah. It. Yeah, love it. People love that defined end challenge program. I think it's a, a great thing to do and to offer. And again, better way to serve. So 
yeah, marketing obviously super important. So we touched on that now. Got the member in the door, which is hard. Now keeping them there is the next the next thing we have to focus on every day, right? Uh, maybe yeah. it's even more. Who knows? But uh, retention for you. Let's first talk like been open five years, so that's a long time. What is like the average of all your members, clients? What is like the average life cycle um, of a client that you have? Uh, they say between six and twelve months. If not the whole like if 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 they if they're not left by the six month. They're in it to win it, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so I can keep them for six months, usually that 12 month, because we do do a 12 month agreement that's kind of like in quotes. Because I truly believe that if somebody's really not loving my gym, I'd rather them leave peacefully than try to keep them for 12 months and get them aggravated. Um, so yeah, if they're not, if they're in by six months, I feel like I've won them over and they stay for the um, lifespan yeah. of it. What do you think are some keys to uh, you know, keeping retention as high as possible? So here's the deal. Back when I started in this industry, and I don't know what training this was or what I did, but I remember somebody saying that when they're in the gym, that is 1% of their whole day, like their whole life, 1%. How can you communicate with them or stay in the mindset of them outside of the gym? So this is what we did. After COVID, Austin, like I'm pumped up about this. Get excited about talking about this shit. Let's go, let's go. After COVID, everybody came back and they were so mad because they either drank their sorrows away or like they were showing up to the classes, but they were still drinking outside, right? Or they ate, They we all got the COVID quarantine 15, whatever. So they're like, Jennifer, we need something. And at the time, my nutrition side of things, like I really just yeah. focused on movement a lot. So we came up with the Tighten Up Challenge. The Tighten Up Challenge is our eight-week program. And um, what this focuses on is major your nutrition. So what yeah. we're doing outside of the gym is we're staying in contact th with them through text messages, through um, inspirational, like text out or, but every day they have to post their calories or their macros or whatever we're focusing on for that yeah. week in on our app. Okay. Nice. So that's keeping them constantly motivated uh, outside the gym every single time between the text messages and being on our app to log everything in. What I saw was that people, if they couldn't make it to the gym, they didn't have to cancel their membership because they were still talking to me outside with this Tighten Up Challenge. Yeah. So it was, sure. it, it really was a beautiful thing that happened. And I saw my retention, like our retention went up. Nobody was canceling because oh, yeah. they still saw a value even though they couldn't make it to the gym for X, Y, Z. Even if like a family member was dying, they still were coming. They still were participating in the challenge. So it was per it was a really good, perfect marriage of everything. Yeah, I really like you said. Uh, it adds a layer of accountability that, like, the communication. hundred percent. And that's uh, such an important part of what we do. Besides the fitness coaching, so yeah, the accountability piece, that relationship piece, community building piece, like we talked about earlier. So yeah, all great stuff. And I think yeah, a key to retention. And I think you mentioned earlier, Jennifer, you guys do like kind of like these events outside of the gym. Are there events yeah. you run outside of the gym kind of scheduled throughout the year? Yeah. So like races that are around here, like the yeah. big one is the yeah. Crescent City Classic in New Orleans. We like to do that together. They like to do mud runs. But we also not only just exercise stuff. Um, my members, like we're in New Orleans, Austin, we got to yeah. party a little bit. So they do like to go like to a local brewery, maybe on a Friday right. night and get together. Right. So we do try to do some outside things as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, and again, a good pl place for people to come together out of the gym, not always sweating in the gym. So I it gives us again, that community that 
like-minded people like we talked about. So I think that's another great thing we get to do. Uh, now, Jennifer, Amen. I know we talked about your model, kind of three-part, uh, three-piece part to what we're doing. We talked a lot about the movement piece. Uh, so the group model, which is one price plus a $20 add-on now for other services, right? And then the yeah. PT piece. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other ways that you can increase average revenue per member or that you have increased average revenue per member, whether it's through, a, you know, this PT, nutrition, uh, supplements, uh, other programs that you may be doing? Yeah, we do some supplements, but I, I think that Tighten Up Challenge really made a turn for us. And that's what I'm really trying to dial in right now. Like we started that, what, two years ago. And every time it just keeps getting better and better because I'm changing it based on what the community wants. Um, So that, that actually, the Tighten Up Challenge, you don't even have to be a member to be a part of it. And it's done outside the gym, which is even cooler. So we've been able to bring in members or people to the community without even step footing in a class on a Zoom or whatnot. So it's just really been able to bring more members in, um, not so much bringing the price point up, if that makes okay. sense. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think that program is great. Um, do you have any plans to try to do anything to increase that price per member? You know, if we want to stay at that 200 member mark, I think we have to eventually have that something in place there so we are profiting more for lack of a crappy terminology, you know what I'm saying? I wish there was a better way to term that. Yeah. <laughs> the nature of the beast. Um, you know, through, uh, I know you have the meal prep piece, right? Let's talk about that. So let's, let's talk about that part, yeah. the meal prep, and then where you want to go with the mindset piece over the next, yeah. you know, year or so, Jennifer. What's that look yeah, like? Yeah, so no, numbers aren't my strength, my, like, strength point, Austin. I do things based on gut feelings. Um, I do look right. at my books and stuff, and I do see what's going on. But, like, strategically, I could get a little better at that if I had, like, somebody on me coaching me to do that, I guess. Um, but the, I guess how I did get the bigger price point, and I don't think this is the best way to do it, but it was opening up another business with that meal prep service. Yes. So the meal prep service, um, yeah. we, we, op- we offer protein shakes because I really believe right after the workout, you got that post-workout recovery that yeah. needs to get in. So members literally now, since we've moved, walk from our member lobby into the next business to get their protein shake, right? And then we have um, healthy meals. And um, our, what's great about our meal prep service is our chef has been a member of ours since day one. He was actually the second person that signed up. And he's been, a, he's been a chef for numerous years. I joked with him when I met him that he'd be cooking for me one day. He said, absolutely not. You can't afford me. And I said, watch what you say. You'll see. So, yeah, you'll see. The, the difference between our meals and I think the other meals that are out there is they're portion controlled. So you're still okay. going to see your red beans and rice. You're still going to see your spaghetti and meatballs, like the core New Orleans, your shrimp etouffee, your jambalaya, you know, the things that you want to eat, but it's portion control and it's all under 500 calories and the fat. We really focus in on the fat grams. Our chef is really good at, at like bringing down the fat and we offer yeah. both four four um, ounce portions and six ounce portions for people that are active or people that want to lose weight. Cause you can't say girl and boy anymore. So, you know, that's why you offer those. Yes. Just people. Yeah. Whoever. <laughs> just, I just say, well, I just say whatever you want, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. do right. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I love that it's in house. Right. And I love, cause obviously like, you know, I'm a big nutrition nerd, if you will. So like, uh, as I have you, have you read this book before? Can you see that? 
Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah. Amazing. I like Amazing. it. I'll text it to you after the title and author. But yeah, yeah I mean. Please uh, do. Nutrition books get kind of boring, right? It's like, uh, this is like yeah. totally different. R really good. A lot of sociology okay, in it. Different, but anyway, yeah, I love the other meal prep in house. Um, right now, how many members take advantage of that? Because that's a ter that's a terrific service. That's a like I wish I had that. That's great. Austin, you ready for this? Sit down do for it, yeah. this because I'm about okay. to blow your mind. I do have a so, chair. I do have a chair. Okay, but great. We, yeah. we were at we were at the old space, and it was probably yeah. maybe a 200 meter walk to the to the right. go to the to go right. right. And I heard this, Jennifer. I can't go over there. It's too far. It's Jennifer, too far I said, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So I want to tell you that before we moved, it probably yeah. was low. Since we've been here for just one week or two weeks, our, yeah. our, our profits have increased because people right. walk from the member lobby and they walk right into there. Right so I would right say there. if you come to class, probably about 95% of the people wow. are at least going to get a shake after because we awesome. preach about that post-workout recovery. We also keep yeah. the carb to protein and each shake different. Um, we're really strategic. And if this is not a smoothie, you're not coming to get a smoothie. You're coming to get a protein shake because it's yeah. got a, you know, enough grams of protein. We're going to keep that artificial flavor sweeteners down, things like yeah. that. So yeah. um, I really believe it's in how we market it, but I think more people because it's so close, they that, come on by the convenience of it there. It's just crazy, right? It's like nowadays everything has to be so convenient that it's you can't say no. It's like right there. So yeah. That's, well, and this is what guys. I yeah. this is what I did wrong, Austin. What I did wrong yeah. was when we started it before we got the like brick and mortar working. Right. I got my shake girls to go in the gym and make the shake for them after class. Yeah, yeah. I I, I messed up because once we yeah. took them out and put them in the thing, they were like, "Oh, that's too far." I can't walk over there. They were yeah, just right yeah. here. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy, right? Crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's a great service. And can like an outside person come in and order food? And yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Anybody. Yeah. So it's open to the, so we have one side that's open to the public yeah. and then it joins yeah. in with the gym. So with the beauty of this, I think this is a strategic point because anybody that comes in and listen, the cash register yeah. is right by that door. So when people come in and they have to check out, they can see the gym and they like, oh, well, what's that? Oh, there's a class going on. So that becomes right. more of like that marketing too, yeah. by bringing yeah. people in. So it's open to the public. We do give discounts for our members um, just to show their loyalty. Um, but yeah, it's really, and awesome. then, you know, yeah, you have awesome. more people that want to eat than that want to work out. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, if we're talking, yeah, food is something we like, 100% need right like I think we need a working out too but uh yeah you're never gonna go out of business selling food right um no uh, that's a wrong statement, but you know what I'm saying it's something everybody right. needs it's like toothpaste we need it right or deodorant well we saw during COVID when we see during COVID yeah. what was open the restaurants, restaurants what, was, yeah. what was able to do to go yeah. like yeah. everything yeah. else had to shut down so yeah. yeah I think it's a I think we need this. I think more people are getting the Hello Freshes. Look, I don't like to cook. I, I, I joke with my members all the time. The reason I opened that, I would love to say it was for you, but it's actually for me because I don't like to cook. So, yeah. you know. I, I love it. No, I think it's a great idea and a lot of opportunity there for sure. Any plans to like deliver to other other gyms or other people outside of the gym? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm in the middle of networking with some more trainers that are in the area that we can go ahead and partner up with for them. Um, yeah. As far as the, like the trucks and delivery, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 
so excited about that. But we, sure. I do want to focus in on shipping, which I know that's a whole animal in itself. And let me tell you the reason why, Austin, because sure. we talked about this. I have some members that don't even live here that Zoom yeah. in for our membership, our live Zoom classes. Right. So if I could at least make it available to them, um, yeah. I think that would keep them a part of the community. And also we talked about how do we connect with them outside of that 1% yeah. workout. I think that would tie everything in together. For sure. I agree totally. And like our members are going to go else. If we don't, if we don't have that, they're going to go elsewhere and get it. So we might as well, I, I, I don't like the term one-stop shop, but we might as well be like the, the beacon of health and fitness and wellness in our community. And, you know, I think it's all, yeah. I'm yeah. All and not, not to like, I don't want to feel like I'm correcting you, but I, I agree with that. But I also think that you have to know your strength. Like you, I think sometimes these gym owners get really excited and they start bringing in this one and that one and all these things, and then they can't keep up with it or their customer service kind of goes by the wayside yeah. and that's where you start getting. So yeah, I do believe in the one-stop shop, but know your lane and know what you're good at or know if you have the people to do that. Like I can't cook. I know I have a yeah. chef. One of my members actually already owns a restaurant. So she came in and she helped me with everything. I didn't know what right. I was doing. I'd have definitely failed if I didn't have those two people um, in my side, you know, in my corner. Yeah. So what I like to tell, it's a community run by the community is what we do yeah, over here. Thousand percent. Without that team too, like you said, in place, we can never grow to what we can't scale. It's, it's impossible. And Austin, that's something I humbled myself in the first two years of the business. I'll be honest with you. Just a real quick side note on me. Um, when I first started this business, I wanted to brand Jennifer. I wanted it to be all about Jennifer. Even though it was Triumph Fitness, it was Jennifer, right. Jennifer. Well, um, I in 2018, I got pregnant with my first son after dealing with years of infertility. And we actually lost him 18 weeks in utero. Um, and I'm going to tell you what, the 18 weeks that he lived in my belly was the best thing for me and he humbled yeah. me he humbled me so much to where i know it's not about me it's about everybody else and that's how we do this together so when we made five years people were like congratulations jennifer and i was like stop no this isn't my win this is our right. win because we right. did this y'all carried me when i couldn't yeah. even show up for class like if this awesome. wasn't like we were in the, the crucial part of our business one year and here i am lost a son how are we going to do this they, yeah. they swept up and they came right in for me. So it, it's our win here. And and yeah. if you know that, I think you'll be successful as well. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, yeah, it's incredible. And it's, uh, you know, again, a great part of what we get to do. Uh, yeah, tough, tough to transition from that. So, uh, sorry. Like, all right. I mean, yeah, I love to hear the personal side of things because we all, we all have that, right? There's something that's kind of transformed us and took us to where we are now. We wanted, we wanted to give that to other people too, which is, which is great. You we know? do. And I feel as business owners, we don't share it enough, Austin. That's why I kind of brought yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah. I think that everybody sees the, the, the greatness of what's going on in the, in the social media reels and all these things. But if we can connect human to human and let everybody know that we're all strong, we're all in this shit show of life. We all right. are. Okay. Right. Like oh, just yeah. we're in, we're just in different size boats, right? And everything right. that happens to us is relative to us. So yeah. I guess the message that I kind of want to put out, because I know there's a lot of gym members that, that listen to this, yeah. is yeah. if you feel stuck in your business, probably everybody is. So just grab a hold of somebody yeah. and talk to them. Like even yeah. just talking to you right now is like, get me fired up for, you're asking me questions I that I, ha like I haven't even yeah. thought of yeah. in, a, in a few days because my focus has been, the expansion. Yeah. So get somebody yeah. to talk to them. Connect. Yeah. You know? 
For sure. Yeah. Advice is great. You know, there's people that have done it other ways that may have worked other ways that may have haven't worked and we can learn from them, uh, good or bad. Right. So like with yeah. all that being said, Jennifer, let's get into like, uh, the next year, right? I know we have a mindset part, right? Mindset yes. part of the business here. So talk to me about that and uh, where overall your growth and opportunities you're looking to seize are overall with the business within the mindset piece over the next 12 months. So this was a great transition and you don't even know it, Austin. So let's Perfect. talk about that that mindset piece. So yeah. I, I went on a personal growth and development journey um, before I opened the business, which actually helped me open the business, right? And if, if I wouldn't have gone on that, I would have never. And then I went on another one through my fertility and through having kids and stuff yeah. like that. And I believe that when we really focus in on that personal growth and mindset, um, we right. start we start opening the lid to our life. Like so many people out there have just closed the lid, stopped their dreams. They're overweight. They're unhappy. They just, yeah. they're not experiencing life to the fullest. This life is short, Austin. We only have like a certain amount of time on this earth. Let's maximize it. Like every day you should be like fired up, ready to go every single day. Yes, we're going to have some bad days, but there's good in every bad day. So this yeah. mindset portion is exactly that. I want to fire people up. I want to get people outside. You want to go start a business? Go do it because you might not be here tomorrow. You're in a right. difficult relationship? Then get out of it. You're not stuck, right? right. So many people think that they're stuck in, what they, in the life that they've been given, yeah. and you're yeah. not. It's all about learning who you are, learning what you don't like about yourself, setting boundaries, and tackling it, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing about when we start talking numbers, like I know it's important. I know retention is important. I know price points important. Sure. But if you're not going to take action and you're not going to truly believe in yourself that this can get done, those numbers yeah. don't matter because you're going to fail. So the mindset portion is getting, so I tested this out about three years ago. We got a small group of, it was women. It was about yeah. six of us. And we yeah. um, opened up John Maxwell's 12 Laws of Growth. We each, yeah. each week we went over a law of growth and through that process, I exactly, yeah. I saw big changes in these women, not only in their personal life, but they walked in this studio with swag. They walked in here with their head, their shoulders down, their head held high, and it brought something different to the community because somebody that was a negative Nancy before she was like, Oh no. No, we're not going to talk like that anymore because she was doing this personal growth and development uh, with right. us, you know? And then yeah. I want to go into big, bigger spaces. So it start, starts off small and then we do like workshops and weekend warrior stuff, um, but just full of personal growth and development. Yeah, I, I love it. And it makes the whole like business about wellness all together, brings it all together uh, and not just focus on one thing or two things, focus on the whole organism yeah. if you will yeah. And so so right now how we're testing this out is and i've done yeah. this since the day we opened up triumph fitness every tuesday night between 7 p.m and 7 30 i offer a mindset chat so what happens is is you get on from the comfort of your own home you can put yeah. You can, and we were, so we were doing the zoom before it was even cool, Austin, right, right, um, right, right. but you can put your picture on or you don't have to, it's up to you. And then actually myself. And now when I humbled myself and realized I couldn't do it on my own, I've gotten yeah. coaches to lead it. And then we've gotten members to lead it, which has been even funner because 
it just brings that community aspect of it. Yeah. So between seven and seven thirty, we got a topic. Um, right now, we're actually um, reading um, the Noticer. Um, so we're reading that book. It's we read the small books, and then we talk about each chapter every single time. It's all about changing your perspective. So we are implementing the mindset, but there's a, a whole nother area that I want to get yeah. to um, later on. I love it. And I think there's a, a big hole there uh, in this industry where it's like, we're not focused on that piece of it. And even like, even if you go on like, like we'll say habit coaching, like, you know, all that sort of stuff, uh, accountability, like you brought up before mindset is everything I think. So like, you know, we can be strong in the gym. If we can't control this guy up here, we're in trouble. Right. So I love yeah. that you're offering, uh, Jennifer, I love your energy. It's incredible. Um, obviously it's led you to some great places and now it's brand new, beautiful, uh, yeah. 5,000 gym, which is incredible. You know, love it. Uh, where can the listeners check you out on your website, your social media? Where can we find what you have going on? Yeah, so you can go to www.triumph.fitness. Um, that's going to lead you right to our website. Um, you can follow me. So my social media is kind of weird because um, Triumph Fitness Instagram used to be my personal. So my personal kind of like went... I, created a new one or whatever yeah. if you want to follow me personally but go to triumph fitness on instagram um also tighten up to go on instagram but where our members hang out and where our ideal clientele hangs out is definitely on facebook so we have a facebook yeah. page um triumph fitness and we have a tighten up to go page so um we haven't dove into the linkedin and all that other yeah. stuff just yet yeah. we mainly yeah. hang out on um facebook and yeah. instagram yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, hey, appreciate you for coming on. This was fun. Awesome. Uh, again, energy, yeah. Energy is awesome. You just pumped me up this morning. I needed that. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate your time. Thank you again. Awesome. Thank you, Austin. I appreciate y'all having me. You got it. Listeners, we appreciate you guys, too. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.